When your thoughts are in a bad place, it can feel like you're stuck in a dark hole with no way out. Negative thoughts and emotions can take over, leaving you feeling helpless and at the mercy of what's going on around you. And when you've gone through something deeply challenging, even months later, we can feel completely derailed by our own thinking. If this sounds familiar, and if you want to hear some actionable steps you can take to get out of that mental spiral, then stay tuned to this episode. This is All The Damn Things, the podcast committed to helping women achieve your dreams, even after going through deeply challenging experiences. My name is Bevan Farange, the founder of the Take The Damn Chance movement and creator of the Do The Damn Thing method. Yes, I say the word damn a lot, but it does mean something. It stands for decide and declare, attend your own party, moments, not minutes, and now is the time. I created this framework to support women in going after your big, bold dreams, even after navigating things like fertility issues, losing someone you love, health issues, divorce, all of those things that make us stop in our tracks and go, damn, that was hard. It's changed my life, and I know that it can make a huge impact on yours. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a little bit of a warning. What I'm going to talk about today are tips and tricks to help you overcome some negative thinking, but if what you need is professional help, then I highly encourage you to do so. I am not a licensed therapist. If you are feeling depressed, then I urge you to seek professional help. Negative thinking can sometimes feel like an emotional riptide. Now, I've never actually been in a riptide, but from what I hear, if you were to get pulled into a riptide in the ocean, our inclination is to fight against it, to swim as hard as we can and try to get out of it. And the problem with that is that you will drown. You will fight so hard that your body will eventually give out because you're just so exhausted. If instead you can relax into it, that riptide will naturally pull you into calmer waters. This is how I feel about emotions too. When I'm feeling sad or overwhelmed or frustrated, the more I fight against it, the longer it sticks around and I start to feel like I'm drowning in it. But if instead I can acknowledge those feelings and sometimes dive into them, then they tend to pass faster. Recently, I've been struggling with this a lot. The last month has been really hectic, really hard, a lot of things flying at me. And on Tuesday, I was meeting with my coach and I was saying, I feel like I'm failing on all fronts. I feel like I'm failing in my business as a mom, as a daughter, as a friend. I feel like everywhere I turn, I'm failing. Now, I know that that's not true. But when we're in the middle of these hard emotions, our thoughts can feel real. Our thoughts can feel tangible. This is one of the things I am trained in, which is the three principles of thought, mind, and consciousness. And our thoughts are what we're using to create our experience of a life. And our level of consciousness is the level at which we are in the present moment. And when we're in high consciousness, when we're very aware of the present moment, then we know that it's just a thought and we know that it could change at any instant. So it doesn't feel as painful. It doesn't feel as tangible. But when we're in low consciousness, We have slipped out of the awareness of the present moment. Oftentimes, we're worried about the future or stuck in the past, and our thoughts can feel so real 
that they can hurt. And that's where I've been recently. And the incredible amount of mental layers that are piled on top of this for me has been astounding. Now, I've been trained in this. So I look at it and I say, I know these are just my thoughts and they still feel real. I know that it's just a thought that I'm failing, but it still feels real. So what do we do in these situations? Because the hardest place to think of how to feel better is when you're stuck in the muck. So we want to come at this from two different angles. One is, what do you do if you're feeling this way right now? What if you have feeling like your thoughts are in a bad place, you're feeling like a failure, you're feeling overwhelmed? What can you do right now to start making yourself feel better? And then I also want to talk at the end about what you can do to prepare yourself for a future experience like this. Because the truth is, it's going to happen again. Even having trained in this for over 10 years, I still have moments where I get stuck in the muck of bad thinking. And so I know it's going to happen again. And so I want to teach you some things that you can do to prepare yourself for the future. But let's talk about now, what can you do when you're feeling like your thoughts are in a bad place? The very first thing that we can do is acknowledge how you're feeling. I teach something called the PAD method. Again, you guys know I love a good acronym just because it's super easy to remember. So the PAD method is pausing at present, acknowledge how you're feeling, and do something. So the pause and get present is to try to raise your level of consciousness. Get back in the present moment. And the best way to do that, in my experience, is to get back in touch with your body. Our thoughts can literally be anywhere. We can be worried about the past or the future. We can be thinking about our kid at school. We can be worried about global warming. We can be thinking about something in Australia. But our body can only ever be in the present moment. So if you find yourself stuck up in the what if, then you want to get back into your body. So you can do that very simply by just rubbing your fingers over your palms or you can use what I like to call the Just One Damn Minute meditation. And you can go get that at justonedamnminute.com. And that will walk you through a very simple exercise you can do in under a minute where you slow your breathing down. You notice five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. And getting back in touch with your breathing and your senses will get you back in the present moment. So you pause and get present. Then you acknowledge how you're feeling. You're not trying to change it, judge it, do anything about it. You're just naming it. There is a lot of power in naming how we are feeling. So if I were doing that this week, I might say, I feel like a failure. I feel overwhelmed. I feel anxious. I'm not trying to do anything about it. I'm not trying to convince myself that those things aren't true. I'm just acknowledging how I'm feeling. And then you do something. Now, if there is something to be done over what you're worried about, do that. But if not, just do something. Change your physical state. I like to have a dance party. When I am feeling incredibly overwhelmed or anxious and I need to do something, I will put on some music and have a dance party. You could go for a walk. You could take a shower. It's just about getting out of your thinking and back into your body. So that's the pad method. Pause acknowledge, do something. Pausing at present, acknowledge how you're feeling, do something. 
Another thing that you can do is challenge your negative thoughts. Just challenge your thoughts in general. Like I said, I'm trained in what's called thought, mind, and consciousness, the three principles. And the biggest component or one of the big components is that our thoughts are just that. They're thoughts. There is no agreed upon truth. There's a circumstance and then we all have thoughts around it. When we know that, when we can challenge our thought about something, then we start to see how it is just our thinking. Especially if it's a negative thought, I highly encourage you to challenge that. One of my dear friends, Stacey Nadal, who's an incredible coach, will say, you need to fact check your story. Whatever it is that you're stuck in, whatever that bad thought is, fact check it. I like to ask, says who? I'm a failure, says who? I'll never do this, says who? Just challenge your thinking. You don't have to replace it with another thought, but when you can start to just challenge the thoughts that are in your head, then you will start to notice how everything is just your thoughts. And when you know that it's all your thought, then you know that it could change in an instant and nothing feels as painful when you know that. The next thing is, if you are feeling stuck in these negative thoughts, just set small goals. Use micro actions. So a micro action is the smallest possible action that you will actually take. A lot of times you'll hear people say, well, just set yourself a goal and move towards it. But when you're stuck in negative thinking, you can barely think about taking two steps, let alone running a marathon. So just set yourself some small goals, set yourself some micro actions. That might mean that, hey, today I'm going to meditate for 60 seconds. I'm not trying to meditate for an hour. I'm just going to set myself a small goal of closing my eyes, noticing my breathing for 60 seconds. Maybe tomorrow you do two minutes. Maybe you do five minutes, but you're just setting yourself micro actions so that you can start to build the momentum. When you're building the momentum, then you'll find yourself pulling out of that emotional riptide. But we can't go from zero to a thousand when we're feeling like this. We have to just set micro actions so that we can get our feet moving. If you find yourself setting a micro action and still not doing it, set a smaller micro action. If you've set that goal of meditating for 15 minutes and you're not doing it, do five minutes. If you're still not doing it, do one minute. You're still not doing it. Close your eyes and take two breaths. There is nothing wrong with making micro, micro, micro actions. Over time, those micro actions will get bigger and they will come faster and they will be easier. But for now, smallest possible action that you will actually take. The next tip is to move your body. Now, I used to get really annoyed with this one because I'm like, I don't feel like exercising. I don't feel like going for a run. I don't feel like moving my body. But then I remembered that actually I do. I love a good dance party and that is moving my body. So when you hear that, when you hear move your body, it doesn't mean do some kind of big exercise goal. It just means get your body moving, get back in touch with your body. Another idea for getting out of those bad thoughts is to connect with other people. But I want to caution you on this because sometimes we can surround ourselves with people who are just going to pull us deeper into this muck. We all know them. We call them your negative Nancys. You call them your energy vampires, whatever you want to call them. We have those people who are so easily caught up in a victim mindset. And that is not what you need right now. 
we can always find evidence to prove ourselves right or wrong. That's why there's a judicial system, right? Everybody can argue either side of an argument. So if I were looking for evidence that I'm right, I'm a failure, and I surrounded myself with somebody else who was like, yeah, it is so hard. Things aren't going well. Then I'm going to feel pulled down into that emotional riptide. And I also may not be ready for Susie Sunshine. One of my sisters is really good at looking at the positive. We say that she can make lemonade out of anything. And she knows that when I call her upset about something, I may not be ready for her to make lemonade about it. I may not be ready to look at all the positives of my car breaking down. And so there are times where I'll say to her, I'm not ready for your lemonade yet. I'm able to say that to her because we've had years of this. So definitely reach out and connect with people But just be aware of where your thoughts are as you're doing that. Try to avoid the people who are going to drain you of more energy and also protect yourself, whether or not you feel ready to make lemonade out of this situation. So now let's talk about the ways that you can prepare yourself for future episodes of emotional riptides. One of the tips I hear is that when you're feeling like this, you should practice self-care. But again, when you're stuck in the muck of an emotional riptide, that is the hardest place to think about self-care. First of all, you don't usually feel like someone who should care about themselves because you feel really crappy about yourself. So then to think, oh, how can I treat myself well? It can easily set off a spiral of, I don't deserve this. And you just go down and down and down further and further. So what I want you to do when you're feeling pretty good is to make a list of 10 ways that you will get back to feeling like your true self. You can call this self-care. You can call it whatever you want. I like to call this my emergency ripcord. When I'm feeling awful, I pull this ripcord to start to feel better. On this list, you want to have a wide range of activities and a variety of things that are free and maybe cost some money. Now, my current emergency ripcord list might look a little bit like this. A cold brew from Starbucks with extra cinnamon cold foam on top. A cupcake, a pedicure or massage, going to visit one of my best friends, tickets to the theater. These are things that I know make me feel like the true me. And when I'm feeling like the true me, I know that I'm not a failure. I know that my thoughts are just thoughts. The whole goal of this list is just to make yourself feel like the true you, to get back in touch with that core of who you really are. So spend some time just coming up with 10 things that make you feel more like you. If you can't possibly think of 10 right now, just put two or three down and continue to add to the list. If you can come up with 20, even better. That's great. You can always be adding things to this list. These are ways that you can get yourself out of this negative emotional riptide, you can also use it in reverse. I've noticed this for myself. If I am craving these activities, if I'm like, man, I just, I really need a massage and I really want a cupcake and man, I'm really missing my friend. I might just check in with myself about how am I feeling? Am I at the start of an emotional riptide? Am I about to sink into this muck? because I can always stop it before it starts. So maybe I'll just do more of those things on that list. Maybe I'll say, you know what? I am at the start of an emotional riptide. So I am going to go ahead and 
treat myself to these things that I know will make myself feel better before I go down that spiral. And make sure to save this podcast episode so that if you ever feel yourself slipping into that emotional riptide, you can listen to it again and remind yourself that everybody feels this way. And when you are willing to acknowledge how you're feeling, use the pad method, pause and get present, acknowledge how you're feeling, do something, challenge your thinking, set your small micro action goals, move your body, connect with others, and create your own emotional ripcord list, then you will be able to move through these emotional riptides faster and with less collateral damage. Now, be sure to go grab that meditation at justonedamnminute.com. And as always, if there's someone in your life who you think could use what we talked about today, then be sure to share this episode with them. I hope your week continues to get better and better, and I will see you here next week. Thanks for joining me today. Let me know if this made you stop and go, damn. If so, leave a comment on the episode, rate and review the show, or reach out on social media. Find me on Instagram at Bevan Farron or visit my website and let me know what you want to hear next on all the damn things.